This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. Oh, my all right. John, Paul, George and Ringo, Lily Savage, John Bishop, Craig Charles, Les Dennis, Jimmy Tarbuck, Colleen Rooney. Your guys took one hell of a beating. And to that guy who emailed me to say he objected verminently to me slagging off Liverpool the other night, not only did your tyres get nicked, mate, but the wheels came off your wagon as well. Oh, no, in Liverpool, what happened to you? I've tried practicing this. I just can't pull it off. So I'm going to leave it. Leave it to the end. It's time for the smug face. <laughs> so is we won. Whoa! I mean, I mean, Man City and Liverpool. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's just called being a Leicester fan, isn't it? Oh, wish I could play that more often. It's been a long time since I've heard that. Um, <laughs> as in the jingle, as in the jingle. It's Lester Till I Die TV. This is where you can watch us. And if you're listening to us, sort of catch up on the podcast. Thanks for listening. This is where you can listen to us too. Watch us on YouTube. 
Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Let us know. Let us know what your thoughts were on that game. I must admit, I've had a few beers. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just literally, I can't believe it. I mean, it's like, it's, 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 it's like Jesus came amongst us and said, "This is your Christmas miracle." I have a feeling it might have been. Was it? I think so. It's the Premier League post-match show with Chris with and Brad on Leicester Till I Die TV. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Thank you, Jesus. You brought us a miracle. You're welcome, my child. God bless you all on this on this the day of the Liverpool fall down. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I, and I know going across the bottom because I've just had to quickly update it. It does go. Is this the best we could do with the players that we've got? I mean, it was. I, I don't know. I mean, no Tillemans, uh, indeed, in defence. Um, we gave the obligatory penalty away, obviously. If it's not Tillemans, it's NDD. Then, obviously, Salah went and, and balls it up. Um, Man City fans, you owe us. <laughs> you owe us. Um, just, sum, just sum up how... I mean, I, I can't say... I mean, it was good. I've had a few beers, but I was sat with a Liverpool fan. I mean, how much better does that get? Yeah, you know, it's the Christmas holidays. You've got you got a few beers. You got your mate round. He's a Liverpool fan, and we beat them one nil. Honestly, mate, I said it to you before the stream start, started, didn't I? That, that that was a that's genuinely performance of the season by us. It was dogged. It was gritty. It was a thing of absolute beauty. It genuinely brought a tear. Of pride to my eye at the end of that full-time whistle, I was welling up because I was so proud of every single one of them that either started or came on the pitch for that ninety minutes. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was. It. We'll just, we'll just go through a few uh, early comments here. Renny, how the devil are you? Believe it or not, I think we're okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Casper, man of the match for me. I think. I mean, you said this before, didn't you, Brad? You know, it, you could have picked 11, 12 men of the match out there today. Um, KDH, what a player he could become. He's, he's well on the way. He's well on the way to it. Um, KDH and Luke Thomas from Facebook user was absolutely amazing. Hope you're well. I am indeed. Don't know who that is because you've just come in as Facebook user. Stick your name on the end. I hope you are well as well. You are as well. You were all well as well, is what I'm trying to say. Rennie says hello to Brad. Hello, Rennie. I'm very well. Rene is called Jesus today. He's performed a miracle for us. Uh, he, he's not, you know, he's used to he's used to turning wine into water. Um, <laughs> we had a few, but he, he's performed a miracle. And Simon, um, Spurs fan. So glad what you've done tonight, and with half your team missing over as well, matey. Well done, guys. Thank you, Simon. A Spurs fan, you are always welcome. And we're going to see you on Friday as well. You're going to be up against this gentleman to my uh, to my left, right, whichever way you're looking at it, in the uh, Premier League quiz on Friday, the big fat quiz of the uh, Premier League. Uh, David's just joined us. Good evening, David. How the devil are you? Um, wow, I have chills after that. How how results were we at the back, my friend? I think you've mistyped that. I think you've had a few beers as well. <laughs> Liverpool defence should get red cards on Vardy. I mean, we, we've ended up, nobody's got a broken leg. Nobody's got a broken nose. And we played Liverpool. That's got to be a bonus as well, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does after the Carabao, Carabao Cup. Um antics to put it in a nice term it was nice um yeah. you know what was nice as well how many times this season have we sat here and we've bemoaned 
soft penalty. All right, tonight wasn't a soft penalty. It was a it was a dangler by Ndidi. It was a penalty. But how much have we bemoaned me saying here? A better look could have got a different result. We we didn't get the look that we that we've been accustomed to. Well, today, you know, we got a bit of luck. I mean, you know, there's something right about our performance when Jurgen Klopp says we deserve to win. Did I haven't seen because obviously once the match finishes, mate, I kicked my mate out and I came mate, on I, here and did all the things. So I haven't seen it. That's what he said. I, I was sat I was sat here watching it still on Amazon Prime and I was sat yeah. here and I put my phone down and they'd done Brendan and the Leicester players, so I knew the Liverpool lot coming up and I was like, here we come, we're gonna hear about tall grass, windy, too wet, the crowd was too noisy. What's his excuse? And he got asked the question and, and him and Virgil van Dyke went. No, Leicester deserved it. They played really well. So, <laughs> Christmas miracles all around. <laughs> well, I mean, you know that that that's another miracle getting praised off Jurgen Klopp, isn't it? <laughs> you yeah, know? It definitely. Yes, I is. mean, it has been a bit silly because I'm saying within a week almost, we you know we've had Liverpool away, Man City, uh, Man City away, Liverpool home, Norwich at home. It is absolutely silly how many games we've got to play. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, and, and and you know, another thing that was noted about our club on a on a whole is we're probably one of the few clubs that haven't really grumbled about it. It's been no. mentioned, we've got on with it, and we've done it. And you know, it just says I know I know we had two games postponed in the build up to this, but there's also another way to look at it. That's now two wins in our last three games, and we're going into Norwich trying to make that three wins out of four. That's that's something we've not been saying too much this season that Leicester are on a bit of potentially decent run of form going into yes. the new year, which is nice yeah. as well. Yeah. And I, I, we have got to do this. Um, I had forgotten, but let's just fit. Leicester City FC on this day in history with Leicester Till I Die TV. On this day, we fucking stuffed Liverpool. That's what we did. One nil. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what we did in the past. We, we beat Liverpool today. Um, oh, <laughs> you've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy you do, it, haven't mate. you? Do you know, yeah, you I, do. Guys, if, you, if you're watching 9 o'clock tomorrow, we are doing the Liverpool opposition review with a Liverpool fan. You've got to get on here, and it's like revenge. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, let us um, let me just bring this in and bear with me this because this is a new thing I'm I am trying to, to do here. I mean, going into this, this was the form going in. It didn't really <laughs> fill you with confidence, did it? But that said, Brad, that said, I mean, we beat Newcastle 4-0. Man United luckily came away with a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I've always stood by the fact that you judge yourself over a very small fractional period. I mean, you look at the last three league games, you had Liverpool to this. Like I said, that's six points out of a possible nine. Mm. Um, you know, and given the state of the Man City defensive performance and, and, and the resolute second half and everything in between in that game, you'd have been forgiven for thinking, well, if they're lucky, we might somehow get a high-scoring draw and come away with what would have then been four points out of nine. But it just shows that we've seen signs. You know, you we talked about it around the Carabao Cup game. We saw a lot of positives, a lot more energy. Um, they seem very energetic today. And you saw it again, the, the full-time whistle, the players hitting the deck they showed they were exhausted. There was hugging. There was embracing. I think every man hugged every man on that pitch in a blue shirt today. Um, it, you know, it wasn't just a natural end to the game where they just sort of do that and walk off and that. They embraced every second of it. You could see the energy spent to get to get over the line and get the the three the, the three points was just terrific. Like to a man, it was mm. an absolute credit. I mean, do do you think that, you know, we, we said Man City, Liverpool and Norwich, they're like our, our three Christmas games. I mean, hoping that we'll beat Norwich, but this is Leicester. I mean, oh, if yeah. we beat Norwich, that's four points 
out of a possible nine. I think that's probably as good as it. Sorry, no, that would be six points. Sorry, <laughs> forgetting we won tonight. We won, didn't we? That'd be six points out of a possible nine. That's not bad over a busy Christmas period. No, and again, if you look at that over a slightly bigger breach, then make it nine points out of 12. And I don't think there's many Leicester fans. If you just said, in, in conclusion, with the Newcastle game, if you just said Newcastle, Man City, Liverpool, Norwich, how many points are you expecting? You'd have probably said half of the points that are available and maybe two wins. And, and even then, you'd have been fearful that maybe a rejuvenated Newcastle or Norwich under their new managers, it could be a difficult ask just to get that. But now we go into the Norwich game and it's not going to be as easy as, as we're hoping, you know, but the confidence of game from this and, and, and Norwich's performance at Crystal Palace or lack of it, you could mm. say you, you feel a lot more confident than we did when we played them at Carroll Road earlier in the season that we can continue what has been and build on what has been a very dogged and determined performance. Um. Oh, bugger. Right. I <laughs> I was just going to show something then, and I've realised I've uploaded the wrong the wrong thing. Um, no, let's just have a, two. Let's have a look at some more comments while we're, we're just waiting. Um, uh, Liverpool defence should have got red cards. I think we said that. Back-to-back, uh, -back, one lost and one won. Um David says he meant to say how resolute were the, were the back uh, four with so many out. Young Thomas was immense at left back. He was. He had an. I mean, he kept Salah quiet, didn't he? Oh, I think. So. I think. Um, I've just. I've just uh, got off the phone to an insider in the changing rooms, and uh, apparently Luke Thomas fell over in the changing rooms taking his shorts off because Salah fell out of his back pocket. Hey, bum bum. <laughs> 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 and the build-up was almost as good as the joke there. <laughs> yeah. um, Rennie, good evening, Rennie, again. Uh, KDH is similar to KDB. If he turns out to be half as good as KDB, I will be happy. Uh, David, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? I also think we need to remember Luckman looked great on his natural left flank. Uh, interesting when Barnes is fit again. That's a good point because uh -huh. I, I've said you know, I don't want to get too excited about Luckman because we kind of did about under after a couple of performances and, and and it didn't really sort of work out for him. But I think we should get excited. Um, I think I certainly have no argument if we bought him uh, at the end of the season. Um, but he does look good on that left-hand side, doesn't he? He looks good on the left. Look, he's looked good all. He's looked fairly decent for every performance. And you know, when we he's been noted to have a bad performance, it's not like he's been the only individual that played bad in that particular game. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier whether or not technically your player out and out to kind of poke a hole in their performance. You know that and the history of since Mares have not been able to replicate anywhere near that on 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 his side of the field. We're, we're very critical of who comes in there. But I've said it for a while, his positioning, his ability to know when it's best to go outside, when to go inside, like he did notably for the goal. His link-up play at times was very smart. And you know what? For a guy of his stature, he was very, very nimble on his feet to keep the ball at his feet and find passes. Again, you could say the same about Kieran Dewsbury Hall. You could say the same about Madison, who hopefully went off on precaution and not on, a, on an injury. Mm. Um, I get, there's so many performances out there and may I just note that Leicester kept two clean sheets or three, what I've kept three clean sheets this season twice it yeah. has been indeed at centre-back and Samori playing in front of him I'm just saying maybe Brendan's cracked it maybe Brendan's cracked it <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and when you look did you think we'd be getting a clean sheet one of them would be against Liverpool no I'll be honest with you, no. I never I never thought if we was going to get a clean sheet this season that one of them would come against Liverpool. Um but yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping I've got one of the predictions shows that I did 
over these three weeks that I've got Liverpool to have lost that game. I don't know if it was on this one, but... Was, you were the only one that... I wasn't going to mention it, but you were the only one that did actually go for a Leicester win. That's what <laughs> easy. I, 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 For the first time all season, I actually went for the draw because <laughs> I thought I'd get some points. And, uh, and, and oh, typical, typical. Um... Liverpool fans crying now, says Rennie. The title isn't theirs, it's Man City's. A little bit early, I think, to, to, to be to be saying that, but you never know. Uh, Simon, what's Klopp excuses now? He was very salty against us. He's the sour grapes. But you said he was very supportive of us. Yeah, I mean, he didn't overall like leap, come on leaps and bounds with his praises for less. But when he was poked the question, do you think Leicester deserved the win or was it less? on you, you know, normally, you know, I'm one that's very vocal about Klopp and my opinions of him. Normally, I, I, I was sat there half expecting him to go, oh, they're, they're very lucky and, yeah, so they, they, they were lucky, we deserve to win uh, and all that, like, you know, doesn't, honestly, his first words were, yeah, they did deserve it. So he actually spoke kind words for us, which, again, is another miracle in its own right. Kind words, but in a dodgy accent. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is good. <laughs> Don't give up the day job, mate. Don't give up the day job. Um, JB, good evening. How are you? Feed the scouts. Let them know it's Christmas time. <laughs> All the boys absolutely buzzing. Um, Jack, Go, uh, Jack, sorry, Jack Q agrees with David. Uh, would like to see KDH and Luckman starting on that side against Norwich. Yeah, they look phenomenal on the left side. And I've said it's something, you know, going back to the point about Harvey Barnes when he's back, it's something I'd like to see more on that side. It's a bit less rigid, a bit more um, unobvious to read, for lack of a better way of putting it. Because Lukeman's goal, you could see when he got that link up and he scored through and he got the ball and he and he got, got it to Jews behold, the run he made, the two midfielders weren't, they were expecting him to, have done his job and, and sit in that midfield. The fact that he sprinted between them, they kind of went, oh, crap, he's here. And, and that's what gave him that space and, and allowed him to get this shot away. And luckily it went in the back of the net and it caused all kinds of bedlam at the King Power, which was lovely yeah. to hear. I mean, what what do you think about Barnes on the right? And it's something that David uh, says on here a lot. And, and in fairness to him, I've got to point out because he's been screaming to put Luckman on the left and Barnes on the right. Maybe he should. Maybe it should happen um, because I feel that when we attack down the right, we find that we do stick out the width, which is where Barnes is at his best. And we like to switch it more to that side. So he'd have a bit more time on the ball. He could get past uh, the wing back or the right back or left back or whatever be on that side. Um, he'd probably find that he doesn't get squeezed out of games as much and as we've seen from a very diverse performance from Lutman tonight and I'm going to heap praise on him because he's one of my favourite players this season I'm very keen to see him become a permanent fox hopefully in the future but the fact that he was inside outside Liverpool struggled to pick him up him and Jewsbury Hall who we're going to heap on praise a lot today but you know I, I think he offers a lot more on that left side um given a bit more freedom with Dewsbury Hall there as well, and Thomas, I think the three of them were pitch perfect, in a, in a sense, for what we need in that attacking, um, in that attacking sense yeah. on, on, on a particular side of the field. Um, David says here, to a man we threw everything we had at them, defenders chased down Liverpool at every chance, Salah was basically kept quiet, uh, Michael, David Gamble. Hiya, David. Uh, not bad, Chris, with nine players out. Not at all. I'm just saying, you've been saying about Luckman on the left and Barnes on the right there. Casper uh, got his game back. <laughs> you weren't so keen on him the other day, mate. You weren't so keen on him the other day. But great great penalty save. Uh, I also thought Hamza played well and he'll need to be kept once the players go to Afghan. He did. Again. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to say a player that, I mean, probably, possibly Tillemans when he came on, because he set such high standards, probably wasn't as good as he has been in the past. But 
you know, Hamza, and you know I've not been his favourite player. T- tell us sort of about Hamza's game tonight. <laughs> you know what? He played a game and he did not look like a player that had been left out in the cold. You know, you get that sense that maybe in Leicester teams and managers gone by, a player like a Hamza Chowdhury would get a cut game here and there and you could tell that they're not really confident, they're not feeling up to the task, um, they get a bit jaded, a bit reckless, don't seem to fit in with a game plan and we're talking about how we only just beat Shrewsbury Town in the Cup or something like that, but you really didn't know that the guy hadn't put on a Leicester shirt and played in that midfield for a while because he just looked like he, you know, looked like he'd swapped a piece out, uh, uh, you know, taken a car part out and put a fresh one on and it made no difference to how we went about our business. He was really good. Again, every player who either made the 90, played 60 minutes, came on to a man, as many people are saying in the comments, and we've said it tonight already, I'll, I'll express it again, to a man, every man that stepped on that pitch gets a 10 for me. They were brilliant. And you know what? You know what? Even Perez can get a 10 just for being there and staying on the bench. Vestergaard and that can get a 10 just for being on the bench. Well Same time we give Perez a 10. We, we, I mean, let, let, let's... Um, Mike Davies gone there for Jewsbury Hall as his man of the match. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up with some of the comments in a section... In a, in a, in a, moment unfortunately the way that i wanted to bring these in so that we could talk down the side i realized i'd done it the wrong way so i've had to sort of while we're talking go back to the old way of covering us up um looking at that it was i mean marty how we it's strange to say that we're going to miss him yeah yeah if you'd have if you'd have told any leicester fans not just myself you're going to miss daniel and marty this season, you'd have probably got some strange laugh looks mm. and been told to stay off the alcohol. Um, but now again, he's come in and we've always said this about Amati when he's had flashes in the team that he's always done a really sturdy job. And, you know, Craig likes to mention that he was um, infamously player of the seat, the player of the tournament at the African Cup of Nations <laughs> last time. He does like to be a lot about him. Yes. Um, but for a guy who's played across our entire back line, he, it seems to be that if you want to get the best out of Daniel Amati and his world class, and his class blessed tonight, pair him with Wilfred and Didi because them two look like they've been playing centre back for ten years. Yes, <laughs> they, 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 they they do. Um, I mean, let, let's have a look at. It. I mean, Jewsby Hallsamoy, Chowdhury. I mean, in actual, I thought had a good game until he got taken off. Yeah, yeah, he was resolute. He was very much aware of his job. Um, I found it a bit took a while to kind of figure him out because I was thinking there was a few chances he let go. That was that one that went out for a throw in, and you thought maybe he could have run onto that and tried to play a ball through. Yes, but, yes, I, I, I agree that. totally with that one. I mean, that did look a bit like because he was free. You know, if it if it scoot the ball up, uh, he he was free to, to go on. Um, yeah, but, but but again, the way we did things in 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 terms of clearing our lines at times, I think it wasn't it wasn't like we did things erratically. We did things very game management. We looked at that clock. We knew what we had to do. We we were still looking like right. Yeah, we're doing well, but we're still ten minutes, six minutes, four minutes, three minutes to go. We still need to concentrate and. I think maybe he just kind of got so into the zone of making sure that if Liverpool have a throw and it's in their half and not ours, that he didn't really think about the space or attacking. Mm. But yeah, he had a really good game. He was asked to do a lot more defensive work and not be quite up there with Vardy as he's probably accustomed to. So yeah, he did really well for the time he was on the pitch. Is it is it just me? Uh, and tell me in the chat as well. But Brad, is it just me that if I'm at a match... I would sat there and have watched that, and I'd have you know I'd have been wound up. But when I'm I'm like that in front of the telly, and oh, and I couldn't watch it. And if I got a dog, I'd have taken him out for the last five minutes. Oh yeah, but that that's that's been the Leicester way since God knows when. There's probably people that have watched Leicester from the 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 sixties that, that can tell you that not much has changed in the way Leicester like to go about nervy performances and wins, in, in, especially when it's a performance of that caliber against that kind of opposition as well. Um, but 
I don't know. Yes, yes, they had a penalty. Um, couldn't have been missed by a nicer man. Um, and yes, Mane had that chance. But realistically, every ball they put in the box, and it was one thing that even their captain Van Dijk mentioned was, yeah, we put balls in the box, but it was, you know, yes, there was a few moments where it dropped down and your heart was in your mouth thinking, oh God, we know what happens here. But realistically, more times than not, it was a blue shirt was on it and you felt strangely comfortable at times, which was probably more nervous to kind of be sat there going, hold on, I'm actually feeling a bit relaxed about our defending, what's going on? Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, uh, David says here, so glad we kept KDH in the house this season. Um, oh. Facebook user, the fans were amazing as well. Um, I think, well, I think they, they got fed, a bit they nervous. They fed off that penalty, didn't they? The fans yes. fed off that penalty. Because yes. that's the honest, yeah. they were nervous. You could tell yeah. the crowd was nervous after the Man City game. I did send you a message, though, at the start. We were, we were doing a little bit of the um, piddling about at the back. Uh, <laughs> once or yes. twice and giving it away. Yeah, yeah, we did that. And again, it's something I think is a little bit ingrained to do. And we seem, but now we seem to be doing it at particular points. I think the idea in the first half, especially, was the best way for us to get any form of um, attack from Liverpool was to try and drag their front three towards the ball, squeeze that pass into a Dewsbury Hall or a Castagne out on the ride and go wrong. And it worked, but unfortunately, they got a little bit tense at moments in that first half and put a straight pass away, um, which isn't ideal when you're only 22 yards away from your own goal. But they didn't do that a lot in the second half. They were very direct route. Again, like I said about that, Ineacho, when he ran it out for, you know, he took the throw in over the chance to maybe drive it. The force mm. defence. You know, we, we we played in a way to kind of go safety first. Let's. Let, I'd rather Liverpool start again from ten yards inside their own half, so we can reshape than put yeah. piss around with it, as you say, at the back, and then a, a wayward pass puts it out for a throw in. I think, Piddle, in I think Piddle was the word I used, but I know what you mean. <laughs> um, Renly says here. Um, I was it time to bring Dennis Pratt back? Have we sold him or is he on loan? He's on loan. He's on loan, yeah. but um, I think we've got an option to buy, haven't they? Yes, I think I believe they've got. They were given the option to buy, but I see where he's coming. I see where Rene's coming from, but I think unfortunately, for whatever reason, Pratt is not one of them that's gonna no. ever get the game time he's wanting to feature um, properly for Leicester and, and for his own career. So. Maybe it's one we just have to kind of sadly say goodbye to. Unfortunately, I I think I think you're right. Uh, I would just like to. um, Scott's just come up there. Hello to everyone. I hope, hello Scott. I hope you're well. I hope you're happy. I hope this. I've got to try and find you now because I don't didn't realize I clicked on you. Oh, where are you? You're there, Scott. And I just want to read this out um, because it's a, a few words. At this time of year, that I think sometimes it gets forgotten. I think the time of year does does get forgotten. So I'll bring you back in in a second, Brad. But I just want to take a few minutes and just say this because I think it it needs to be said. But I just wanted to take a minute to say I hope you had a very merry Christmas and a happy year, and most of all, with everything that's going on, good health. These days, people don't spend much time or thought on some personal words to their friends and family, and they just copy and paste some random message and send it on. So after all we've been through together this year as fans, I want to thank you for your friendship and wish you a happy and fulfilling 2018. You're the best gymnastics group anyone could ask for. Best wishes, Helen. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Now you either got that or you didn't. And I've got to be honest with you. Uh, it took but... me a second, mate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
Doug actually sent me a message back, and he's made a comment, the Liverpool fan, he made a message back going, did you mean to send that to me? And Maisie, Maisie just replied and gone, thanks, Chris. I went, it was a joke, Maisie, but uh, let's, let's catch up with the with the call. It made me titter. It made me titter, and that's all I'm bothered about. Um here we go. Um, um, David says, hey, did you both also notice how we had two men on the post on corners? Yeah, I did. And it was actually mentioned as they were my mate. And it was good to see. We've, we've, we've gone back to man marking. We've got rid of this zonal rubbish. Two players on the post at last. Yeah, you know, all, all answered, all prayers were answered in, in, you know, that were sent to me in, in written form. So t tonight <laughs> we went back to zonal marking. We went back to um, defending properly. And uh, let's just hope that's all the, uh, that's the start and the platform that's set forward for us continuing to defend corners better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to see. It was. Doug, good evening. He is the aforementioned Liverpool fan that doesn't uh, get the text I send him. Um, good evening to all Foxes fans in the chat. And Chris and Brad, thoroughly deserved win. And we didn't have our shooting boots on tonight. Casper, man of the match. Doug, I know I'm seeing you at nine o'clock tomorrow um, for the opposition show. And believe it or not, I'm actually uh, looking forward to that for some some unknown reason. Uh, Doug, can, if you, you, can you let me know if I actually predicted the score for, for for our game? I know we did three of them, Doug, but if you can, if you can remember through your archives of checking, did I actually give, give less of the win in our prediction show, mate? <laughs> you did in hours, one. though, Brad. You did in hours. That's uh, what matters, mate. That's yeah. what matters. Doug, I actually, I've just put the link in the chat if you want to come on and just say how wonderful we were. Rene, Leicester are back. Leicester are back, fight back to seventh place. I don't think we're up to seventh yet. Um, no, we can, get, maybe we can make seventh. Off. I'm going to be honest with you. The way I look at it at the moment is the league table is so to cock because nobody's played the same number of games. So, you know, mm. we've gone back up to ninth. We were down to 11th. With 25 points, we are, as you say, we're only three points off seventh, but we've played a game more than Man United at the moment. <laughs> you know, and then, but we've played a game less than Chelsea, Arsenal, and West Ham. It, 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 it's just, I don't know. Wait till wait, wait till we've all caught people up. Doug says again, Luckman's goal worthy of winning any game of football. I have no complaints tonight. You guys deserved it. I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. A Liverpool fan eating a bit of the humble pie. Uh, but no, in fairness, I mean, Luckman started that move off, carried on running to get the ball back and found found the, found the space. I mean, it's going to be up there with goal of the season, isn't it? I mean, it was one of the most, you know, we were talking about a defining, if you want to define a, a, a total team performance in one moment, it was that goal. Yes. Dewsbury Hall was up on the pitch. He was waiting. Lutman won it back. They had the intricate one too, you know. And then, you know what was even better about it? He took that shot just a split second early. And by doing that, I, I you know, I don't know if you know this, Chris. For anyone out there that may not know this, I'm a goalkeeper myself. I no! Was, no way! You, you know, you kept what that under your hat, didn't you? Don't mention hell. it. Don't mention it. But in all seriousness, the, the, the thing that he did with his, his body movement when he got into that box, Allison was weighted. Allison was like, Allison was weighted. He was committed to thinking Lutman was going to hit it across him. And when he stuck it in that near post, there was only one outcome. And it just yeah. dicked the bat of the net. And it was a brilliant yes. goal. It was definitely yeah. the team move goal. Got to be up there for goal of the season, contender yeah. for Leicester. Yeah. Also, I should just say that I did put the, the link in the in the chat if you're on YouTube. It's only on YouTube um, for Doug. But if anybody else wants to come on for just a couple of minutes and and say how happy they are and what have you, um, Terry, 
you don't have to come on and tell us about your dreams. I think we'd rather not know that. Thank you very much. Uh, I know what sort of dreams you have, but good evening, sir. I hope you are well. Uh, Jeff from the Philippines. Good evening, Jeff. Great team result. Morning, Early morning rise, well worth it. Now cooking our breakfast. Oh, you know what? I just fancy a full English now. Bacon and sausage and eggs. Yes, please. Um, so we'll be in and out. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, nothing. I'm moving on. Brad, only one who predicted the win. Yeah, yeah. All right. Don't don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott, good evening, sir. Um, I'm still waiting. If you can let me know about uh, Sunday, that would be great. Um, Terry, uh, well, that puts an end to the rumours that Rogers has lost the dressing room. I think it puts a, 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 an end to a lot of rumours. Hello to everyone in the chat, folks. Scott, Rogers is in that one. Um Pika team, well, the magpie rule works for foxes too. Saw two last night outside my house. One for sorrow, two for joy. Up the foxes. Definitely Pico Tom. Um, Doug's back. Hi, Scott. Um, David thought he was poor giving the ball away. Not sure you were catching up with the chat, I think. Uh, Facebook user, what a win with nine players out and players with COVID. The spirit and the fight with the players we have were brilliant and Schmeichel was outstanding today. I'm so very proud of my team tonight, even with the difficulties we have in recent games. Right. Uh, Jeff, have Newcastle got their game postponed? They got more play. Yeah, their game is yeah. postponed tomorrow. It is indeed. Um, yeah, Newcastle. Now, that's the team that we, I think we beat 4-0, but yet Manchester United couldn't beat. Is that right? Yeah, beating Newcastle is not for everybody. No, it's not. No, no, no. The tactic was spot on and the formation was right. Um, Scott, I thought we had a. I thought we had got with Morgan back in his prime with performances from Indeedy and Amart in the centre back roles. Um, David here, man to man marking definitely. Rene, I really hope they play the same formation against Norwich. You know what? This is this is this is Brendan, and <laughs> I wouldn't be too sure about that. Um, Var wasn't there in the game. It was it was used, but I I just it didn't. It was a very well foot, you know. Uh, you know, well, the referee didn't really have to do much, did he? You know, um, uh, and Jeff uh, unable to watch game on the channel, still down after the typhoon, tuned into a watch along instead. Oh, if you had, I hope you're all right, Jeff. If you've had typhoons out there, I hope you are well. Let us know how it is going. Uh, fingers crossed for you that all is well for you uh, uh, over there. Um, let's have a look. I mean, I know you don't like stats, uh, Brad, but let's have a look at these, shall we? Um, I'm just going to bring them up on a bigger screen for me because my eyes aren't what they used to be. Um <laughs> it was a bit at the time like we were kind of um <laughs> Zulu again, wasn't it? They were coming at us, they were coming at us, they were coming at us. And that shows, I think, in the 21 goal attempts to our six. But, you know, they had 21, but only 19 were still on target, 17 of ours. I ignore the possession because, to be honest with you, the possession doesn't mean diddly squat. Um, passes and touches... They had more tackles, pretty even, not many offsides. But, I mean, it was just a great all-round performance. And we, we know, don't we, that having possession means nothing. We won the title with hardly any possession. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them stats at the end of the day can, can mean nothing because they're all accounted for tiny little blocks. And it's what you see with your eyes that really realistically matters numbers on that are all a bit of a thing the only fact that ever really matters is goals and at the end of the day the dogged performance the brave blocks the bodies on the line the battening down the hatches it wasn't an ollie at the wheel job in the case of we stuck 20 men behind the ball and tried to creep out a 1-1 draw with Newcastle no we, we we had a game plan and if you know, that was that funny enough. I'm just going to bring this fact that was brought up on Prime. I don't know if it was mentioned in the game or afterwards, he might have missed it. But that was Liverpool's first league game in 35 that they had gone without conceding 
the last time they did that, and Adamona Luckman was playing for Fulham yes. in a one nil defeat, one nil win for Fulham. So maybe that's just the way you have to beat a team like Liverpool and Kilkenny Sheep because you just have to do that against these teams. It's not a bad way to do it if you do it right. And yes. tonight we got it right. Oh, didn't we just? Uh, we did kick it around a bit too much. Um, we actually held it together. Um, Luckman caused Liverpool all kinds of problems. Tonight, that was the turning point. Great sub, Rogers. Um, Facebook, almighty and Marty. Um, Scott, do you think uh, now is the time that Luckman and Barnes are going to get swapped over on either side? We did, we did touch on that earlier, didn't we? Um, it was Pete Hines with that foot with Jeff. Um, sorry, foot with Griff. Sorry, I presume you're a Liverpool fan. Good win for you, but I'm still raging with the Sahar penalty and Mane chance. You should have killed it off. And why, you know, the question is, why didn't you? You know, you had the 21 chances, um, 19% were only on target. Maybe, maybe that's it. And you know, at some point, you were just shooting from you know, wherever. <laughs> to be honest with you, Scott says here, if it wasn't for the African Cup, then I think we found our new centre back pairing <laughs> for Farn and Soyunchu. And uh, Pico Tom, I'm actually astounded by the result with how work, uh, with how work weak the team has been. And for the boys to turn up and play class, such beautiful play. Um, Jeff, all is well for us, but we, many have lost their lives and many houses destroyed. Recovery work started day after the typhoon. All the best, and our wishes go out to everybody down there in the Philippines. And I hope, um, glad you're safe, Jeff, but our thoughts go out to everybody that uh, has lost family and friends. Uh, and Terry says here, on that performance, Barnes and JJ got to work to get their places back from Hall uh, and Thomas. It was a penalty, wasn't it, in fairness? But um, it was a good height for for Gasper. Yeah, trust me, we goalkeepers love anything that's about two foot off the ground and side-footed. We fancy our chances of saving it. Gasper said in his interview, he got a gut feeling. Sometimes you notice little things that you don't think you would as a striker hitting them and you commit to it. Um and he's, he's always been very good at them. I remember his save against Seville and the penalty. He likes to keep himself tight and clutch to try and keep the ball mm. close to him. And, you know, a, a little bit of luck. It looped up in the air. Salah thought he'd get two points for it in the bar. And, you know... You know How I, did he miss that header? I mean, well, you know... The... <laughs> I, think the thing is, I think the thing is, Salah knew that he had players breathing down his neck so he couldn't afford to bring it down and smash it into an empty net because someone might have thrown the body in front of him and it could have gone worse. I think he just knew he had to get something on it and he didn't have a... T you know, because Casper got such a high on his save it, it, that it looped up to him that he was never going to be able just to power a header into an empty net. So it was really good. And as we talk about uh, Salah missing a, a penalty, we welcome Doug... A Liverpool fan who's looked like he's been, well, you are obviously outside. Um, you, you didn't go to the match, did you? No, I've been actually working. Um, I actually managed to catch some of the game on uh, my two breaks, to my two 30 minute breaks I had. So I managed to catch most of the game. Um, you, you guys deserved it. You thoroughly deserved it. We, we haven't had our shooting boots on tonight. Um, you defended to a man as well. And I'm looking forward to analysing in more detail tomorrow. Brilliant. And do you think, I mean, it was a completely different team, well, almost a completely different team that you put out against us the other night. Mm -hmm. Are you surprised that that wasn't the one you lost, which, I mean, you were losing on that one? And I, I was surprised how you were coming at us, but your shots were just said then, your shots were all over the place. Well, Henderson had a couple of chances, like, with the ballooned over the bar. I think he was. Mm. I think he was trying to get like a worldie in, in the net as well. But um, no, I, th I thought you like man for man on corners. I thought that was a very very good idea um, as well. Um, but as you see, we never really threatened, apart from obviously <laughs> the Salah penalty and obviously the Manny the Manny chance, which ninety nine times out of a hundred he probably scores that. So 
you know, when it's not your night, you just have to give credit to the opposition. And I thought yeah. you deserved to win tonight. Uh, that's very decent of you to say so. And it's funny, isn't it, how we're so fickle as football fans. And, you know, I've gone from hating Liverpool <laughs> to actually going like, yeah, you're not so bad. Not so bad tonight. Don't know if, Brad, have you got a quick question for, for Doug before he goes? Uh, yeah, yeah, mate. I want to know, did, did I stick some of my guns on our prediction? So that we did, because we did a mammoth prediction. So, I mean, I feel like I feel like I might have gained some dignity back if I went with my team on that one. Yes, you went C1 Leicester. Oh, we can't take that in something, mate. Thanks for that. Obviously, me going for the draw, that's the reverse psychology. Maybe I should do that again moving forward. <laughs> the, one, the one week, none of the, none of the ex-players and myself predicted a Leicester win. They go and win. So that's obviously the way forward. Doug, I'll let you get home, mate. Thanks so much for popping on and being uh, being as kind as you have been. And we'll have a proper chat tomorrow night. See you tomorrow night. Take care, care, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming on there. Um, it, it is funny. Football is funny, isn't it? You know, we, we go from uh, from down and, and you know, out and... It, it's we've I think we do have to accept it's going to be one of those seasons. Yeah, it is. I mean, you you look at the teams that are in that have been in and around Leicester, and in and around the whole table. It's a really strange. Um, as I think the word we're actually looking for is something we've not seen for many a year in the Premiership. Is it's all round competitiveness. I mean, even at the bottom. I mean, if you was telling me in December you'd have three teams on, well, two teams on 11 points and one team on 10, but there'd still only be two to three points off safety, I'd have laughed at you thinking that was possible in December. Then you look at Leicester, they went from, I think they started the week in ninth, they dropped down to 11th, and now they're back up to 8th or ninth, and now we're talking again, they're three points off 7th, and Mm. It just shows. I mean, Man United are on a good form, and we're not too far off them after they they drop points against Newcastle. It just shows how competitive the entirety of the Premier League is, and it's it's refreshing for the league itself and for for mm. us as fans because we we could kind of come to this period, and you're looking at maybe saying mm, the top six might change their order, but you're not going to see anyone break it up. Whereas now we're looking at it going, oh, could be a number of clubs that still get it going into the new year. And I can see as well that you know at the end of the at the end of the season it won't be the end of the season because you know we we'll 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 have played all our games and other teams around us have probably still got two or three to to catch up on. So it is good. But I know you can't do your board tonight, but what did Leicester do right tonight? that we've been doing uh, wrong in the past? Well, what they did tonight, which unfortunately I wasn't able to bring my tactic or my tactical board with me, um, was they actually did uh, a resolute defensive job where they had, the per they, had they, they, they decided to approach it um, with like a, a back line of four and a defensive structural line of four sat in front of them. So what that allowed is that allowed the likes of Dewsbury Hall and 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 Samore to cover the gaps while, and and press either side of it. And what that what that meant is whilst Luke Thomas could go and absolutely put most Salah in his back pocket, Dewsbury Hall could then come across and, and he was like the danger reader. So you had you had the initial danger handled by one player and then that back line just behind them was intercepting any potential um, danger that they had. You know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, England's best right-back, just got scored by England's best left-back tonight because <laughs> he was superb in what he handled. And again, it, it helped that it was like, it was it was almost like Brendan had paired them up. You know, Samori, you're covering in front of Ndidi. Um, Madison, you'll go in front of, you know, Amati. Castagna, you'll get supported by whoever's out on the uh, on the right at that time, you know, and it, it just worked all the way through the whole game. It was it was like a pair up job of, of, of 
all the way up from start to finish, and, and that's where it was. It was it was slightly angled as well. It was it was depending on what side they attacked. It wasn't a, a very rigid straight defensive line. It was an angled one, so that when Liverpool tried to attack down the right, for instance, our defence was slight in the box. We were actually slightly more in between the six yard box and the edge of our box further across the box, expecting the deep cross. So we had more numbers in the box, you know, and I think that really helped. And one thing that Liverpool have always been good for is they like to get tight to a defensive line so they can turn them. We saw that with the Mane chance. Um, and again, for a centre-back pairing, the only mistake they made, thankfully, didn't cost us anything tonight. But it was literally the only block on a perfect thing. And that was another key thing. Leicester didn't, leave too much gap to entice a long-range shot, but they, 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 they put just enough pressure on to maybe keep these players second-guessing of what to do. So, like, well, I can't turn him because he's too far away, but I can't shoot because he's too close to me. So, it was just, in a way, like we're going to see from Alan's ratings, it was almost a, an inch-perfect yeah. performance in everything yeah. they did defensively. Mella, good evening. Thanks for joining us. Hey, um, you're a Watford fan. Mella, I don't know if you're on Twitter. If you are, give me a follow at Leicester TID. We've got yourselves coming up in the Cup uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Would love to have you on doing the opposition show. Message me on at Leicester TID. I'm going to just stick it in the chat here um, for you. And then message me, and then um, it would be great to have you on Um to uh, to have a chat about that. Do we feel your pain? Yes. I mean, 4-1 loss to West Ham. I've got to be honest with you, mate. You you were better under your last manager because you weren't in the shite that you are now. And I did question, as much as I love Ranieri, I questioned at the time, and Barrow backed me up here, whether he was the man for a relegation fight, which, I, with you know, everybody thought you were going to be in. You know, you're now 17th. We're, uh, with seven, having played 17 with 13 points. Okay, Newcastle and Norwich have played two more games than you, but Burnley have played two less games than you. And Burnley, right. the experts, if anybody's going to jump out of that bottom three, and of course you've got Newcastle with the money in January, I would be very worried, mate, very worried if I was you. But do message me, and then, uh, like I say, would love to get you on. Uh, Scott, as good as tonight was, not looking forward to January. I don't know if you mean the games because the games aren't too bad to be honest with you. We've got uh, we've got Norwich obviously should be and I say should be in the operative word not too bad. Watford then of course in the FA Cup and it's a cup anything can happen and then Burnley and Brighton. So matches wise but if you're referring to players we might lose I don't think there's going to be a lot of I don't think there'll be any outgoing possibly Mendy um, Chowdhury tonight proved that he could be a really good and probably has, has leapfrog uh, Mendy in, for that position. Um, but we've got so many players injured and we know nobody's going to buy an injured player, really. I don't think we've got too much to worry about, have we, uh, Brad? No, I think I think in a weird sort of way, we're probably fortunate that by the time we lose certain players to the African Cup of Nations, that... Um, we're going to have players back, notably Silent Chu and Dakar, a mm. two, you know, for that. You know, we've got Samore is showing he can do that role. And obviously, we've just, I mean, it has been discussed over the season, but obviously, players Samore or indeed he can play that role, not both together. So, you know, we're, we're not we're not too fearful as, as better in the nicest way possible to Samore than Adidi is. It's, it's nice to know we've got a Chowdhury, we've got a Samore, we can play there. Um, mm. We obviously need our defence. It all just depends on the returning of players, doesn't it? Because yeah. it does become, you know, a cup match. Maybe we see McAteer, maybe we see Fonte Campbell, maybe we see Perez. You know, these fringe players, maybe we see more of all Brighton, the cup. Yeah, we've completed the FA Cup now. So, uh, no, but all, <laughs> all, 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 all kidding aside, you know, the, we, the goal now is to make the most of these players while, while they're here in terms of before they go away for their, their country. 
get the result, keep the momentum, keep the keep the mentality strong. And then in a way, before you know it, they're back in it. And, and if you can get through that run of fixtures on a positive note, you, you hardly know you missed miss them. Yes. Um, yeah. I think Vardy was carrying a knock, to be honest with you, for that last 15 minutes. So I'm, I'm not going to say too much. I think he, he even dealt with an injury after the Carabao Cup game. So, mm. And, of course, Madison as well. But I think that was probably taken off more as a precaution than, you know, yeah, uh, and rest it rather than make it worse. Sorry, Scott, I realised when, when Brad started talking then that it was it was the Africa Cup of Nations that you were you were on about. But I think uh, I think Brad Brad answered your questions there. Um you know, I mean looking at and you've seen you know the man of the match and uh player ratings and what have you there you go Dewsbury Hall second I mean in fairness to Alan that's the second match running that he's given Dewsbury Hall the man of the match. He got it against Man City. Uh, sorry, he got it against Liverpool last time. Sorry, the second, never forgetting the Man City game. Second time against Liverpool, he's got that. 10 for the team, 10 for the manager. I can't argue with that. No, you can't. In fact, you couldn't even argue. It's like we said, mate. I mean, we're getting quite good at this whole making our own from within, aren't we? We're, mm. we're not too shabby at you know developing our own and then becoming... Great prospects for our yeah, for our and making club. a bit of money on when we sell them on. Yeah, definitely. You know, we 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 are not doing too bad on that front. But no, again, there was you're literally probably going through everybody's performance, thinking who did more standout moments because they all had their moments, didn't they? You know, headers, defensive blocks, mm. penalty saves, one-handed saves from Casper. Thomas getting forward, the link up play from Jewsbury Hall, the Lutman goal, uh, the, the, the list of praise for everybody's performances. We could have done a whole show on that uh, I mean, uh, on its own. I'm just looking at the BBC here, as you know, straight after they do a vote and people can go on and, and Liverpool fans vote for Liverpool ratings and, and Leicester fans for Leicester. And uh, their highest was 5.58 to Miscus. Um, and our lowest got better than that. <laughs> I didn't think they were that bad, to be honest with you. But I mean, they've given it to Schmeichel, which is what the um, the, 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 the commentator did. Uh, Jewsbury Hall second, Luckman third, Thomas fourth, uh, and at the bottom, Chowdhury, um, Samare, and uh, Inacho. Yeah, I mean, them, them, them sort of ratings you always have to be done. On a, we'll take it with a pinch of salt sometimes. I mean, we've seen some very strange number ones, haven't we? Before, mm. I think that's that's more when. And if you've, more. if you've had too much turkey, we've seen some very odd number twos as well. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, again, you know, it, it sounds ridiculous, but the, the, if you just said to me, you know, Dak, um. Not Dakey. If you said to me, Lukeman was man of the match, or indeed he was man of the match, mm. or Amarty or Casper was man of the match, I wouldn't have argued with you. And and, and the yeah. fact that we've got two contrasting man of the matches, and probably everybody's here is going, yeah, fair enough, he deserved it. Yeah. It just showed how yeah. good a performance it was. Yeah, it was. It was a team performance. That was the biggest acclaim yeah. you could have to it, wasn't it? It wasn't like yeah. other results where we're maybe only picking out three or four standout mm. performances. We're talking about a good solid to 14 performances. Yeah. And all Brighton rolled back the years, didn't he? Didn't all Brighton yes. roll back the years or some yes, of his didn't he? I know, I know. Um overall amazing performance from every player wearing a blue shirt tonight. Penalty side, every player put their body on the line and oh. more of this type of performance. Indeed. Um I'm gonna let you go because it's a late one and we've just done the hour. Uh, if you can stay on, I've got a question for you. If you can stay on just a few seconds afterwards. Um, and we are back tomorrow with Norwich preview show at seven o'clock and oh, having a chat with a Liverpool fan at nine. I am really looking forward to that. But it's the big one on for a Thursday night. It is, it really, really is the big fat Premier League football quiz. We've got a Leicester fan, we've got a Burnley fan, we've got a Spurs fan, and hopefully we may well have 
a Manchester United fan. I'm waiting to hear on that. So no pressure, Brad, but it's all going to be on your shoulders to defend us. The good name of Leicester City. Well, it's all right. I'm against the Spurs, and we know what they're doing in final, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, they beat us that time. Brad, thanks very much, mate, and I will see you on Thursday night at 7. Yeah, I shall see you then, and that was a great win. Enjoyed it. It was. Come on, Leicester. Come on. We, we, the wheels are back on ours and the ties have got nicked off Liverpool's. What a shame. <laughs> See you soon, Brad. Thanks very much. See you soon, mate. Cheers. Thanks so much to Brad there and thanks to everybody that's been in the chat. Uh, it's always great to have um, the <laughs> to be talking about a win. I mean, you know, and I got annoyed after the... Um, I know I got annoyed after the Liverpool one uh, loss, but it was the way that they say broke Pereira's leg for a start but the Manchester City sometimes you just got to hold your hands up and go you know what they were better than us and <laughs> tonight we were better than Liverpool oh, it just feels so good it really does and guess what it's nearly new year This is Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for watching and listening. Happy New Year. It is, and like I say, 7 o'clock tomorrow, Leicester Norwich preview. 9 o'clock tomorrow, Liverpool um, opposition review. We're going to enjoy that. 7 o'clock on Thursday, the Big Fat Football Quiz. Friday, we've got something special coming up. You've got to stay in tune on that. I've got to put it together. Thanks to everybody in the chat it's been great. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for your thoughts. Please, if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, it helps me out in running the channel so much that if you can subscribe, it's, it's better. You don't have to click the notifications if you don't want to, then you're not inundated. And also, if you can smash the likes for this video, that would be brilliant. But mainly, please subscribe and, and give, show your support for Leicester Till I Die. Um, I think we've just got time for one more of these. It's time for the smug face. <laughs> he does it so well. <laughs> thanks for watching, everybody. And if you're listening on the podcast, thanks for listening and tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow night at 7. Come on, Leicester. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.